a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, period number two, we're rolling on. It's getting dark. It's getting cloudy out there. Be careful. Lights on for safety. My dad always used to tell me that. We're going to go to the Colorado Discount Heating and Cooling Hotline right now, and it's where we find the voice of the Denver Nuggets. He is Jason Kosminski. Koss, what's up, man? Get it. Hey, boys, we got some thunderstorms going <laughs> over here, bro. We do. Do you have hail? We already yeah, heard there's some, some hail out there. Up, up in the west side. Um, I got rain, and I got a bunch of, like, thunderclappers. Ooh. Yeah, we did, I just had one here. I'm, I'm probably the closest anybody to you, right? Yeah, for sure. Not to be confused yeah. with something we all love, which is the Thundercats. Mm. It's thunderclappers that we got going on. Uh, Cause we uh been talking about national media. Hey, hold up, hold up, hold, hold uh, up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Something ain't right around here. That's beautiful. Did you think we didn't have you? Huh? Well, I mean, that only took me and DT about an hour to, to, to <laughs> jumpstart this segment. <laughs> well, it worked. We're here. We're holding on for another day. Um, we opened up talking, like I said, national media just pulling their pants down, exposing themselves here as of late. But when it comes to Lakers adjustments. So we played a clip earlier, Kaza, of Darvin Ham saying he held some things back, which we all laughed at because it's certainly not true. Um, for the Nuggets, it's just stay engaged for 48 minutes in your role. That's kind of how I feel right now. Well, I mean, what did, what did I really learn here over the last two days? First of all, I was never allergic dove as a kid. So I just want to say this on, on the front end. Yeah. Uh, but since I've had Nikola Jokic in my house for a year, I've developed an allergy. And by the way, that's the name of my 180-pound same Bernard. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, 
just we so I'm kind of a little hopped up here on like what you know NyQuil or whatever and Mountain Dew. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we also learned that Lisa Salters doesn't follow the NBA. Unbelievable. And right. that and that Rui Hachimura is the greatest defender in the United States of America. So that's <laughs> yes. what we figured yes. out. That's exactly what we figured out. Um, it's, I mean, is that, is it simple that that simple cause just stay engaged. Don't, don't gear down when you got a 20 point lead and you win game two. Well, I, you know, I mean, it, it gets a little squirrely. Hastings had the stat on our broadcast the other night. Um, you know, I, I always go back to the, to the free throw thing and it, it just bothers the hell out of me. Like, even though it looked sort of even on the um, on the on, on the box score at the end of the game, like Hastings once told me, he's like, it's eleven to two in the second half. You know, so I mean, that's that's going to be somewhat of an issue there. Um, but yeah, I think that. I mean, I, I you know, I, I got to believe in my heart that in the NBA, the better team wins. And in my opinion, there's no better team. Uh, the the best team in this in this series right now is the Denver Nuggets. And I don't think if you have any kind of basketball knowledge that you could even possibly argue that. And, and we talked about this a while ago, and, that, and, and we, you know, we played some Darvin Ham, and, and I think you and I both like Darvin. Uh, yeah. We were both, I think, working for the Nuggets when he had his small stint here with the Nuggets. Um, great, dude. But listen, if, if L.A. out-executes out Denver tonight, they're going to win. If Denver out-executes L.A. tonight, L.A.'s going to win. Ain't neither team going to throw something out at that at LeBron James, twenty years of the league, and he's going to go, oh, oh, wow, and they ain't going to throw nothing to Joker, where Joker's going to go, whoa, never seen yeah. that before, and so, but it's whatever's thrown out there, or however it's played, if they want to play another running up and down game. Denver has to execute better. If they want to play a, a game like game two in the, sec, the second round, 97-87, Denver's got to out-execute them. And that's all it boils down to. Nothing new is going to happen tonight that no one's seen except for all the ESPN people who never watch. A hundred percent agree with that. That that You know, and, and, and we, we can put our basketball hats and dive into this, Scotty. I think, uh, I think all of us here agree that, you know, First of all, I was shocked that Jamal Murray, Joker. First of all, I I agree. Good boy. There's a there's a deer in yeah. my driveway, so he's freaking out. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> That's good boy, Rufus. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we can all agree that um, you know Jamal Murray during that post game press conference was, um, man, that dude was sick. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care what anybody says, and and the way that he fought through that whole thing, and that's probably why he wasn't very good on on the defensive end. Um, I think I I read somewhere where they ran uh, twelve and twelve switch pick and rolls to get LeBron James on Jamal Murray, and then you had Dennis Shooter like you know running him up the entire court, you know, trying to wear him down. Uh, so hopefully he's feeling better. Uh, that's that's kind of the big one for me. Other uh, you know, other than that, you know, I you know, you know, I think what what the Nuggets got to keep doing is the Lakers are probably the best offensive team, at least by numbers, throughout these playoffs. Um, but like Hastings said on the broadcast, is that play fast, just play. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let them set. 
don't let them set on either on either side of the floor, and you have a really good chance of winning the basketball game. Darvin Ham said uh, Hachimura was just one of many tricks that he had up his sleeve to uh, slow down Jokic and that they didn't want to show the rest of those in game one because it's a long series. Okay, Kaz, uh, put your, your, your Magic Lakers coaching hat on. What <laughs> magical tricks does he have left that he didn't want to showcase in game one to slow, slow down Nikola Jokic? Wenyan Gabriel? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I I just don't know. I, I, I don't understand how that's going to work out because, okay, so let's just let's walk through this. So Hachimura is going to body up Jokic inside the arc or at the high post, and this allows Anthony Davis to float the paint. So basically what you're telling me is that it's it's a late double team on Nikola Jokic. The problem is, is this dude's one of the best passers in the NBA, and so as long as those other dudes make shots when he gets double teamed, it's just Nuggets basketball. It's really not that difficult. I mean, I, you know, I, I know that I know you, we have days of talk about this and everybody's building this up to be something. But at the end of the day, I mean, just play Nuggets basketball. You're going to win the game. Talking to Jason Kosminski, voice of the Nuggets. He's with us on the Colorado Discount Heating and Cooling Hotline. Cause I'll switch over to, to Michael. Michael Porter Jr., who had a heck of a game in game one and didn't have to do it by knocking down a whole bunch of threes. We've talked about what the, the line is. Is 15 to 20 points and 8 to 10 rebounds enough from MPJ to win this series? Yes. Next question. Well, can he do that every night? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know. Here's what I do know. And I've said this several times, especially on this this program, is that when he attacks the rim, whether he makes or misses the shot, good things happen. Um, I I think that if you're scouting the Denver Nuggets from from the opposition, you don't want that. You want him to kind of hang out, you know, in the corner and behind the three-point line. I mean, the guy, I don't care what, what, what they list him at. The dude's a seven-footer with a seven-foot-two wingspan, and when he goes to the rim, that causes a problem for everybody else, and they have to collapse on him. Uh, he, he deserves a lot of respect. He's one of the best shooters, you know, from downtown in the NBA, but when he attacks, make or miss, Good things, good things happen because they're going to have to collapse the paint, and then he can drive and dish. So um, that's why I'm not on that dope. Now, as far as far as the numbers go, I don't know about all that, but as long as he is aggressive, good things happen for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, it, 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 and the, the only reason numbers are significant, fifteen twenty, is because you feel if he's in that range, he's been aggressive, right? Right. I mean, that, yeah, that's that, exactly that's the, right. That, that's the significance of the numbers that he's probably been aggressive on the offensive end. And the 8 to 10 rebounds, um, and especially if you're you know, fighting with Davis and doing all this other stuff, if you can get a your small forward, if your small forward can go in there and get you 8 to 10 rebounds every night, they're, they're, he's not going to face a 6'10 small forward in, in the rest of the playoffs. He's got to change. Not even, yeah, not, not even close. And, that, and that's why – you know that's why Denver's dangerous, and and here's the beauty of the Nuggets. If we if we can take a moment of reflection, is they bring in now we lose Monte Morris, and you know we all loved him, and you know, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know you lose him to get KCP, and then you bring in Bruce Brown, and what did you really do at the time? I think we all thought, okay, we're going to play defense this year, you know. So we 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 bring in two great defenders. 
And I think what kind of pleasantly surprised everybody is KCP ends up being, you know, whatever he is, a, a top 10 three-point shooter in the NBA. And Bruce Brown, I, I don't know how he was never in the conversation for sixth man of the year, but this guy's like a big, big thing of what you're doing right now, especially on the offensive end. The guy's played four positions this year. So, I mean, so they, they got it right. They, they got that part right. And uh, so now you have, a, you have Aaron Gordon, KCP, Bruce Brown, Nikola Jokic, and, and Jamal Murray. Uh, you, you have a good defensive team, but all of these guys are also good offensive teams or offensive players. So to me, that is you're good on both sides of the ball, and that's a problem for most teams to handle. Because the national narrative is uh, that Nikola Jokic had a near historical night and the Nuggets had their best. And they still barely snuck by the Los Angeles Lakers. We've been having some fun with that, acting like, wow, Jokic hasn't done this 100 times before. Where have you been? Wake up. But uh, play devil's advocate for me. Uh, is Could there be any truth to that? Could that actually be a concern for the Nuggets? I don't know. Maybe, Tyler. I mean, you know, all these games take on different personalities. That was a much higher scoring game than than, than I thought than I anticipated. Oh, me too. You know, yeah. you know, and, and and tonight it might be you know hundred hundred and ninety four. I mean, you never really know. Um, listen, man, you know, desperation is an interesting thing, and you're telling me LeBron James and Anthony Davis aren't aren't desperate right now. I mean, I know they won the title a couple years ago, but their window of opportunity is closing. And they are knocking on the door to get to the NBA Finals. And all they have to do is get through Denver in order to get there. And I, I just don't think they can do it. Cause, uh, last one for you. It's actually from the text line. Uh, our guy Aaron up in Westminster loves that you have a dog named Joker. He said he tried to name his dog Nicola, and the, the family vetoed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dog's official name is Nikola Jokic, but you can call him Joker. Heck yeah. Is it the same one that was out? You, you have him out at the lake, right? The big old. No. So uh, that, that was Yogi. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So two fingers up for him, and now we're on to the next one. Okay. Okay. Well, I know you love those big old giant dogs, man. So <laughs> I do. That's I awesome. Do. Joker in the house, representing Joker being in the house. Cause. You're the best. We'll see you tonight. By the way, uh, I told you the other night, we're rooting for a, a Hastings and Cause Miami appearance. One down, three to go. Oh, could you imagine me and Hastings with our shirts off with the pool? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Heck yeah. Sexiness. That's what we're rooting for. We'll, we'll have Cause on Monday poolside maybe uh, with our shirts off. There we go. We're looking forward to it, Cause. <laughs> that'd, that'd be the first time in 17 years, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you can see Greenpeace, Greenpeace would run over by the pool and stole us back in the water to save us. Cause, <laughs> you're the best. Appreciate your time. All right, boys, we'll yell at you on the radio tonight for three straight hours. There he is, Jason Kosminski. You'll hear him starting around 6.30. They got tip right there, pregame, 6 o'clock. Berto will get you going with Kaz and with Scotty, and then tip shortly after 6.30 for game number two. Plenty more Nuggets preview to get to you. No dumb questions. Thanks to our friends at Ultimate Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electric coming up at 1.30. Start to send those our way via the Safeway Twitch stream or the Shop Mazda text line 303-504-0925. Anything you want to know, we'll answer it next. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> the Interrupters.
Oh, nice. They're awesome. I'm into this kind of music. Yeah. It's real nice. 303-504-0925. That is our Shant Maz, the text line. You can always watch us and send your no dumb questions to that text line. You can also do it to the Twitch Safeway stream. It's the Safeway Twitch stream brought to you by Safeway. Obviously, that'd be weird if it wasn't. Uh, did you know you can fill up your pet prescriptions at Safeway? Right there in the pharmacy while you get your shop on. Stop by your Safeway pharmacy to learn more about saving on your pet prescriptions today. Again, no dumb questions. About eight minutes from right now, start to send those our way. Um, we did get a little, any kind of football information we get out of Dove Valley, I feel like, oh, wow, we got something here. Although, except for their sponsor stuff, right? We're not going to promote that. Um, but they gave the preseason schedule. If you're into preseason football. Yeah. Which I think we, I mean, I always feel like I'm going to, this is what I do every year, Scott and Tyler. Scott knows. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, preseason football. And then three snaps into it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. It's tough to watch. Well, last year especially. Yeah. Preseason can definitely be tough to watch. I like it because, obviously, I lived in that world. And, uh, you know, I like watching the storylines of the of the underdogs, see what they're going to come up with. I am fascinated, though, just to see what Sean Payton's approach is going to be to yeah. all this, right? Uh, I mean, I think that's what, what it comes down to. So, the Broncos played the Cardinals with their first game. That's uh, they, August 11th. They usually finish with the Cardinals. Uh, when I was playing, we would always play the Cardinals the last game of preseason. It's I like, think that pendulum is swinging because who they finish with now is – that's going to be the foreseeable future. Is that also. what? The, oh, is that because? Okay, that makes sense. So they they got the Cardinals on the road. They got the 49ers on the road. Uh, then they got the Rams at home. Uh, and Sean Payton said that they are going to try to get a joint practice in there uh, against the Rams. And you know he he brought it up. It was kind of interesting to me just to hear Sean Payton bring it up. He was talking about the ownership uh, uh, relations between the two ownership groups. Um, makes sense there. But I'll be fascinated to see what kind of approach Sean Payton brings. You got one less preseason game than he usually had. Uh, Sean Payton comes from Bill Parcells' background. How much is he going to play these guys? How much do we want these guys to play? Uh, and, you know, who's going to be the storylines that, that's going to pop out, right? So there's always fun stuff that you can find from preseason. And, and what you're going to see now by having the, the Rams and having a practice there, because no one, just like no one played the fourth preseason game, no one's going to play that third preseason game now, still charge a full price for tickets. Um, but by getting that practice in, at least you're getting practice again against another varsity. It's more valuable than a game. It's more valuable, yeah. Scott. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, go back to last year's training camp, which was horrific, and, and the most physical and the most intense day of practice was when the Cowboys and they went live. Mm-hmm. And, I know, and we all anointed that, the Broncos. We anointed them. The Broncos <laughs> dominated the Cowboys. Did you guys see that? And we were wrong. And we were wrong. Dead wrong. Yes. Um, I mean, I do like the joint practices. Who knows what we get to see or, or don't get to see. Uh, and, yeah, the preseason. And, look, I, I should probably embrace it a little bit more because you two are both absolutely right. The preseason's really important for crappy football teams. And let me remind you what kind of football team the Broncos are. Yeah, no question. Uh, I mean, I would guess. I think Sean's going to play him in all three games. I do. Even he the, should. Even that third game. Scott's definitely right. Historically, that's the game that you take off. Uh, but Sean said, hey, it's preseason. We're going to play ball. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to go out and play one series? Is that going to mean they're going to play two series, a half? I don't know. Uh, but I would be shocked if Sean Payton didn't take advantage of every single preseason game. I think that means Russell Wilson is going to be playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you you pick and choose which starters you want to go out there. I bet I would like to see Sean Payton uh, coach uh, Russell Wilson. I bet they would like to get the 
uh, rhythm of the play calls in. You know, that's that's one thing that gets overlooked in preseason football. It's as much for the coaches as it is for the players. Yeah. It, it's the practice of, okay, I got the play clock. It just went from first and 10 to second and seven. What do I want? Second and seven. Okay, I'm preemptively planning. We're going to go to three, third and four. But, uh-oh, all of a sudden we went to third and nine. What are we going to do now, right? Mm-hmm. And And – Last year, Nathaniel Hackett totally poo-pooed the fact that him and Russell Wilson need to actually practice that. There is an art to that. I'd be shocked if Sean Payton makes the same mistake. I mean, how about practicing checks? Oh, there's no way he does. <laughs> no way he does. It's almost to a we, we all – I mean, I don't know. I might want to speak for Scott, but I know, Tyler, you've said it. We all want a little bit more out of Broncos. Right now, we're be deep with the Nuggets, and it's great that they're in this position that we get to do that. But a little bit more information out of Denver would be great right now in regards to the Broncos. But I also think Sean Payton is, as much as we don't like that part of him, he's a savvy football man. He knows what he's doing when it comes to these type of things. And if he were to come in here and not learn from his past mistakes, and this is Nathaniel Hackett's mistakes, he's just too smart for that, is my point. of You're not going to, you don't take a job and go, this is what went wrong, I'm going to do that again. You you hope you're right, right? You hope that he's too smart there because we've seen a lot of brilliant guys falter uh, because they don't learn from their mistakes, right? And, and they say kind of stuck on their own premise. We're, we're, we're maybe seeing Josh McDaniels living that same life in, in Vegas again uh, after all the mistakes he made while he was a head coach here in Denver. Um, hopefully, you're right. He is smart enough. says, okay, I did this, I did that. But, but listen, he can do whatever he wants to do. He's a head coach. True. Um, um, if they're no good, eventually, just like we saw with Hackett, maybe the quickest honeymoon in the history of head coaches. That was quick. Um, there were, was it the first that, the first game, Scott, that they were booing him? Was it the first game? Uh, well, booing him from afar because that was in Seattle, the first home game. Remember, didn't they get a couple of delayed games right. or something like that? Yeah. Right. Um, it, it was quick. It was the quickest honeymoon. And especially since they were completely open and they let everybody talk and you got to do all this stuff and everything was going on. Um, and, it, and then it fell apart. So be quiet. If it falls apart, maybe it falls apart and quiet. But but if you're, you know, if it works, then, hey, I don't care. Listen, I'm, I, I cover the team, but I watch it as a fan. Mm-hmm. So, you, hey, you can be a butthead and you can not give us any information. That's great. Win. <laughs> right. like, right. hey, and it's just like Dion, be as loud and crazy as you want to be. Win. Win. Yeah. And we give we give him a pass for all this stuff if he wins. This we go, not only do we give him a pass, God, I guarantee you we do this. We go, this dude's smart. He no shut it all down hey, hey, and this is what it results in. What a brilliant move. Not, not to squirrel you a little bit, but I'm gonna squirrel you a little bit. I sent you guys that story about the Pac twelve is now gonna open up yeah, and, I read that. and do more stuff and uh, do you not think that is uh, hello, Deion Sanders? Welcome to the Pac-12. That's exactly. When new, I read it new, too, I'm like new Pac-12 rules. Mm-hmm. I mean, was that not that was that not directly impacted by by CU hiring Deion Sanders? Yeah. So what's what Scott's talking about? The uh, the Pac-12 is going to give a little. I don't think it's going to be anything that radical, but they're going to give a little bit more access uh, on TV than what you historically get. So meaning they're going to they're going to have cameras up in the coaches' booth. I think they're going to do uh, mid game interviews. Uh, I forget right. what I forget what else they said there, but they are basically trying to take a few things that the XFL has done uh, and bring it to the college game. But 100, percent you got Deion Sanders, the most uh, charismatic figure in college football. Uh, Pac-12, 
that is a smart decision to try to get him on TV right. as much as you possibly can. I thought it was. Well, I, I mean, you see how it's lit up the CU campus and and and, and a dead football program. If we want to be honest, um, and maybe the Pac-12 say, hey, maybe he can breathe life in the Pac-12 a little bit too. Yeah, that, I kind of looked at it as, man, is this the Pac-12 going, all right, maybe CU's not going to turn it around that quickly, but they still have Dion, and we can interview him at the end of the half. We can interview him at the end of the game. Perhaps we put a camera on him when he's down there. And you know what I mean? It's still, if CU's not a great football team, maybe you still tune in for the antics of Dion Sanders. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of things going into this. You're the Pac-12. A lot of people think you're an embarrassment for a, a Power 5 conference. I'd agree. Uh, you're... you're <laughs> Watch your mouth. Oh, sorry. You, watch, you watch your mouth over there. Uh, a lot of people are not watching. You've got the Pac-12 after dark. That's what you're famous for, right? You're famous for the games that nobody's going to watch right. because everybody's in bed. That, that's yeah. what the Pac-12 is most famous for. So they got to recreate themselves and and find things that make people want to watch their games. All right, DT. Uh, we're getting back to some Nuggets conversation. A little bit of the Draymond situation. Draymond drama, I guess, uh, at 140. But at 130 every day, we hit no dumb questions. Columbus, Hastings, and Dover present dum, 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 dum. No Dumb Questions. This is your safe space. Send us your not dumb question now. Tweet it, text it, or twitch it. It's No Dumb Questions with PhD. Brought to you by Ultimate Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electric. Comfort for every season. Online at ultimateheatingandcooling.com. On Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. All right, I saw this one, and it's not really the question, but I like it, and it's kind of based off of Cause telling us he's got a dog named Joker. Uh, 310 says, I wonder all the Denver sports themes pet names. We had an Elway, and we currently have an aging Tulo. Is Joker the only Denver athlete worthy of your pet's name right now? Hmm. Maul, I feel like Maul's a good pet name, too. That's a good question, For man. Jamal. I mean, you got to be a legend. To be worthy of a pet's uh, name, you're gonna live with that for 20 years. I mean, you, you, you got Elway, you got Bronco. Uh, what didn't Tebow? He named Tebow his dog had a Bronco, dog named right? Bronco. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I I think you could go Nathan. Oh, I Miko. like human names for a dog too. Yeah, I think you go Nathan, Miko, Nate Dog, um, Nate Dog. Nice. Yeah, I think you go if you're gonna go players, you probably go go Abs and Nuggets right now. Just yelling out. I do, I do love I, I love human names for dogs. So do I. I named one Bob. I named one Walter. Okay. I had, uh, my sister had a dog Walter. Oh, they're great. Uh, human names are just great. And I also had the big dogs. I, yeah. had, I had English Mastiffs. They were like oh, they really? were like two hundred pounds. So they're awesome dogs. That's human sized uh, poops. Now, yeah, yeah. Now I got a Samson, which that's kind of. Oh, uh, I had a Samson too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to um, talk to Samson. That's what I always said. I think you could get a Chuck in there. Get a Chuck. Oh, a Chuck's good. Chuck's, I mean, he, he's Chuck still legend good. enough, right? I kind of want to be a bulldog, though. Doesn't it, doesn't it have to be almost like a bulldog? That's a great you, bulldog name. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. bulldog name. I kind of want to, like, you imagine just being at Wash Park and somebody's yelling out, Georgiev! <laughs> Georgiev! Get over here, Georgiev! <laughs> Alexander! Yeah. Yeah, it's basically no Broncos though, right? I mean, is there is there a Bronco worthy of a dog name? No, not right now. Patrick. No, not yet. No, he's not I mean, there. No, I mean you got to call him Tan. Maybe call him Tan. You you got to be like if you're or a corner, sir. you got to be at least <laughs> eight years deep. Yeah, yeah. There's not a Bronco that's worthy of naming my pet after it. Simmons. I don't think he's a Bronco for life. No. Oh, it's got to be Bronco for life. I mean, that would be ideal. He, he this guy's got a dog named Tulo, and I personally hate Tulo. I think you could still, in in honor of, go with Vaughn. 
I think Vaughn, oh, Vaughn, Vaughn's, right. a, Vaughn's a lifetimer. You're yeah. right. Yeah. 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 You can always go Vaughn. Or, or, or if you got a little hot uh, weenie dog, call him Miller. <laughs> All right, here's a don't dumb question for you guys. You've you know what, Scott? That's so much deeper than. <laughs> that's really good. That's really, really good. <laughs> or, or Hulk Hogan, either one. I watched that last night after the game. <laughs> we picked on one of the two. Um, all right, so you got 10 years you have to survive on a deserted island. And you can have one person with you. Who's that one person? Oh, um,. Bear Grylls? Les Stroud, yeah. Bear Grylls. Les Stroud for me. I'm not no, going to survive. I'm not going to survive on my own, okay? So I, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I, I know what my limitations are, mm-hmm. and those limits, those end with surviving by myself on an island, okay? So I'm 100% choosing somebody that knows how to survive. Yeah, that's why I went with Les Stroud. He's he's like the he's the real Bear Grylls. He was, like, Bear, the Bear, Bear he was like the first guy. Yeah, Bear Grylls no. is Oh, he's not? No, he ain't. No, he ain't fake. I thought he had producers and stuff, like handing him dead well, snakes. No, he made TV. Yeah, I mean, they made TV. But he's the, the real dude deal. Was a, the dude was a special operation dude, dude and he, he lives off grid kind of most of his life oh, wow. away from TV. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was in the British yeah. Special Forces. Yeah, so, I mean. Is that good? That's a good team to be on? That's a good team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Did yeah, he get that, dr- that's considered one of the best. That's up there with, with you know, oh, wow. one of the best. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. If you if you can't take care of yourself, you got you got. That's why I say Bear Grylls. Mm-hmm. Les Stroud's a great name from the past, right? Yeah, he was yeah. awesome. He the, was the awesome. He used to do. I mean, he would set the camera, walk a mile, come back the mile, grab the camera, and then yeah. you know. I mean, he because he, he filmed it by himself. Mm-hmm. That was he. He's he. I've seen him. I was following him on something for a while. He he had a, a one of his web pages or something, but he's pretty good. Uh, but if you knew how to take care of yourself, then you could go. Kind of like I sent you that IG earlier today. I don't know if you checked your IG earlier today. I uh, haven't with yet. A little da- the, the, our, our, our friend that likes to dance oh, a lot. Oh, yes. Sent, uh, Saw that one. New Saw that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. 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 So now if you know how to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. might have a little music and a little dancing, right? Yeah. Now, here's one thing to consider, though. When things go really bad, like you survive for for a year or two, right? But oh. but all of a sudden you got a drought and, yeah. and there's no water or, or worse, there's no food. You do want to make sure that you are the alpha because you don't want to be sacrificed. So that is oh, the, that is the danger. Call. That's the danger of bringing Bear Grylls along. See, like if I like, if, like at some point if he got desperate, oh, he's definitely sacrificing me. If right? we're all stranded on an island, the four of us, like you guys are gonna eat Dan and I. Yeah, right. We become your food. Yes. Yeah, but then we'll still be best friends in the morning. That's true. <laughs> uh, by the way, I kind of like where Eric's head's at on this. Eric says, uh, Rihanna, I'm going to at least enjoy the last few weeks of my life. That's reasonable. <laughs> right. That's reasonable. Yeah. I'm kind of with Eric on that. I don't think I'd pick yeah. Rihanna, though. Why? Mm, Beyonce? She's a little cray. A little cray cray. That's, I'm into that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. First choice. No, <laughs> Brittany, Rihanna. Hey, well, there's right, one too. yeah. Take a little bit of both. Uh, Scotty, Postal Brian wants to know why NBA players don't wear high tops anymore. I think the answer is Kobe Bryant. I think that's the answer. Well, the mid-cut, I always like the mid-cut towards the end. Once they found out that they're really as soft as the leather is, the high tops really didn't do anything but fake support. Okay. I mean, it was kind of what it was. Um, But I And every guy tapes his ankle anyway. Uh, Most teams make it mandatory. Uh, or used to anyway, um, and then the mid the mid cut. I think they, they you know started to look cooler shoes. 
Yeah, that's what I, I think every so all Kobe's are mids or lows, and this generation of basketball player loves Kobe's. Yeah, and I wouldn't ever go low. I, I just I, now if I'm gonna walk around just sport them maybe, but I, I I need at least a mid cut for some reason. Now we're getting everybody's dogs' names. <laughs> Mac for a dog. Yeah, it's uh. Listen, I got a dog named Turtle. Yeah, but that one's Ellie's name. Like, really cool, you know? Uh, that's, that's a great dog name. I like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody said they have a dog named Bendover. Man, you should apply to do, like, some writing on a Comedy Central roast. That's so <laughs> original. <laughs> that's really good. I, I bet you yeah, took you, hours to Yeah, if you ever have a son, you ought to name him Benjamin. Uh, a quick shout-out, my son's 30th birthday today. No nice. way. Nice. Happy nice. birthday. Happy birthday, Andrew. Nice. I didn't know his name was Andrew. Turning 30. Mm-hmm. You know what else we missed? We missed our very own Dan Tanner's birthday. Wow, I feel a little bit bad about that. Was it on I mean, Monday, Dan? This Monday? Or last Monday? This Monday. I mean, I don't feel that bad because even if I knew, it's not like I'm going to go out there and get him anything. But uh, Yeah, but we would have bought him lunch. Yeah, or said happy birthday. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. I, you know yeah, what? The I only totally, reason. I wanted, yeah, I would have bought him lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only reason, and, and, and Tyler wasn't here. But during COVID, he went from 27 to 31 in two years. Oh yeah, he had like he had like two birthdays, honest to God, within about three months each. And I think it was probably because he was lying about his age forever and ever, and so he was just trying to catch back up. But but literally in the last three years, he's gone from 27 to 32. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, I tried to play in the Little League World Series as a 16 or 17. <laughs> exactly. Well, there Hold you on, go. Dan. Dan, Dan do, do me a favor. That's when you're doing missionary work down in Puerto Rico, That's right? right. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. Dan, do me a favor, exactly. really quick. Uh, look down. Look a little bit further, a little bit more, just a little bit more. Uh, I know you almost you're got him. Yeah. No, hold on, just uh, do me a favor. No, I'm not going to do it. No, okay. I'm not doing hey, you Dan, because that looks more. You that looks a little bit more like 42. Dan, ask him to do it. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> well, here you go. No problem. What, what do you want to see? Huh? In bald spot, you call out another bald spot. That's right. <laughs> All right, that's our no dumb questions. A lot of fun every day at 1.30. You got a few of these. You guys are all sitting in your dog's names now, which is cool. I, I like that. I would have bought Dan a half a gift. <laughs> I don't win halves on that with you. Hey, I got another good dog, dog name, uh, especially when a championship. Why not Malone? Malone's not Malone a bad be, dog, man. Be, be a nice big dog name. Yeah. Hey, you win a championship, someone will name their dog Malone. You're worthy of dog names with you if you win a coach yeah. championship. And MPJ. MPJ, get over here. Yeah. Mm, that just doesn't flow. Yeah. You almost want to say Michael. Michael, come over here, Michael. Michael, you never listen. Yeah. Play some defense, Michael. You got to guard the house. Yeah. It's not just playtime. <laughs> We're not just going to the dog park. You have to protect the house. Now, why does Michael just stand in that one spot in the house? <laughs> he <laughs> never out, moves. And look out the window in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's no dumb questions. Ultimate heating, cooling, plumbing, and electric bring it. Every day at 1.30, and they'll bring you comfort for every season in your home. Check out what they can do for you online at ultimateheatingandcooling.com. Uh, the Warriors, they got Draymond drama. We'll hear from Draymond next. All right. Thank you, Will Smith. A little Miami for you right there. We don't get to all the dumb questions, but I see you, Christina. Yeah, g- get us that tomorrow. And we'll certainly answer that question. Sorry, we can't get to all of them. But keep them in mind, and, and we'll get to them at some point. Christina, we'll get yours tomorrow, I promise. Uh, all right, I also wanted to tell you, looking for somewhere to watch 
Nuggets away games. Nuggets fans, you can bring it in and join Altitude Sports Radio for the viewing party for Game 3. Saturday over at Stoney's, uh, 1111 Lincoln Street in Denver. Starts at 6. It's brought to you by, brought to you by Miller Lite, the official beer of the Denver Nuggets. Go kick it with the crew at Stoney's coming up this Saturday. Stoney's is one of my favorite places. I watched a ton of uh, Avs playoff games at Stoney's last year. I was basically Stoney's, no, no, Blake Street. Stoney's, Blake Street. That was my spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said you watched a lot of stuff. A oh, little. oh, well, you know, w- what I do on my own time is my business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's what, it, hey, speaking of dog names, I thought you had to name your she shed. <laughs> my business? <laughs> yeah. No. Or Sony's. Oh, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Right, right. <laughs> uh, all right, 303-504-0925. Join us on the Shop Mazda text line. Start to give us your Nuggets feelings. About what goes down tonight, or you can watch the show. Check out Scotty's sweet pickaxe jersey that brought us good luck in game one on the Safeway Twitch stream. It's twitch.tv slash altitude SR. All right, this is making its rounds, uh, and it actually was on the Stephen A. You know the Manning cast, right? They watch Monday Night Football and talk. Stephen A. has that for basketball, I'm assuming. How does that do? Do you, have, do you have any clue how that does? I don't know. I've never watched it. Because they, they created. That's, hey, that's the first I've heard of it. I knew it was a thing, but I never really knew of it, like, when it was happening. I'm assuming it's just every ESPN game, it's on ESPN2. I don't know, though. Well, I don't know if uh, Peyton, uh, like, owns that one, but I know that Omaha Productions, they own, they they started, like, 10 or 12 of these. College baseball, basketball. Really? uh, Tennis. Yeah, they own it all, and and it's all through the Omaha Productions brand. So I was just kind of curious if it was involved, but no big deal. I think baseball baseball had one for a while because when Alex Alex do it? Oh, it was Michael, uh, is it K? Is Michael K the voice of the Yankees? I think think he is. Michael K and and A-Rod were doing it. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine watching other people watch baseball? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Just kick me in the, you know what. Uh, All right. But I do want to hear from Draymond. This was actually during Nuggets and Lakers game one. And Draymond joined Stephen A. Smith. They started talking about an early playoff exit for the Warriors and some reasons as to why. And a, what, six, seven, eight-month-old incident, the punch between Draymond and Jordan Poole was brought up. Here he is, Draymond Green. We're not playing right now because when you speak about the following, uh, when you speak about uh, all of the slippage that we had as a team on the road, not being able to come together. None of those things happen if, if that doesn't happen because the voice that I am uh, and the departments that I lead this team in, there was a ton of slippage due to me sitting back, me not saying anything, me trying to allow that situation to play itself out and giving it mm. time to heal. But while you're giving it all of that time, guess what? And I would say probably by February, I started to feel like myself again to speak more. But guess what? There was five months of a season where slippage has just been occurring. And by February, if that slippage has been going on that long, you are who you are at that point. You've built those habits. You've built bad habits. That is who you are now. So to try to correct them then, it's like, okay, you may get a little better. We did. We ended up in the second round of the playoffs, but not at a championship level. All right, so a couple of things. Obviously, want your guys' take as, as guys in professional locker rooms, as players and both media members. But I would say this to Draymond. And look, I, I like Draymond. I think he does some stupid stuff on the basketball court, but if he had a Nuggets shirt on while he was doing that stupid stuff, I'd support the hell out of him. Um, but, but I'll also say this. He said if you let something go for five months, it's going to counter that. Draymond, I would tell you, if you're the leader that you claim to be, why did you let that go on for five months? What took so long? 
Yeah. Why didn't you address that big giant elephant in the room so that you could be a championship contender come April and May? You know what, honestly? Uh, I mean, we were just crushing Joel Embiid for saying, I, I can't do this by myself. That really sounded the, it sounded similar in nature to me. That sounded conceited. It sounded egotistical. It sounded like a dude like, like oh, they can't do this without me and my leadership uh, capabilities, right? I mean, the whole thing was was about me, 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 me. And I actually think that Draymond does a great job with this podcast. I think it's I think it's incredibly entertaining. I love that he puts it out like five minutes after the game and all that. Yeah. So I, I, I've actually learned to kind of – like Draymond a little bit, but that that whole soundbite to me just sounded incredibly egotistical. Well, one, it, it's almost re- repetitive of what Steve Kerr said three or four days ago. It was. What did Steve say? Uh, I missed that. That the exact same thing. That from that time that they had that slap and all that, they never really truly recovered from that. Okay. Um, I thought Draymond's explanation made a little sense. And it may also show you how how thin the line is of leadership when you cross over it. I didn't take it as conceited. I could see where you probably you, someone could, but I think when he crossed that line, and we all thought he crossed the line, even if Poole deserved it, and he, and he probably did. <laughs> um, we saw how he played most of the year. Yeah. Um, he, once he crossed that line, that leadership role becomes flimsy. Uh, and everything's come out that Curry doesn't say a whole lot. No. Right? Even to his own admission, he's never been that, that vocal leader guy in the locker room. Um, so I could see where that that really put them in a in a vacuum. And I don't think Clay, Clay Thompson's a guy that speaks a lot, and I know Wiggins isn't. So when you're one mouthpiece now got slapped down because he got slapped down and suspended for doing that, when he crossed that line, um, it probably was a while before he felt comfortable to build it up a little bit. Um, and, and like I said, Steve Kerr mentioned it three days ago in his, you know, the closing statements of the season or whatever you call them, exit interviews. Um, he said the same thing. They never really recovered from that. So maybe, maybe Here, there's some truth to it. And, and here's a good point on the tax line. Slippage, Draymond asked to go watch LeBron get the scoring title. That's a you, great you want to talk point. about accountability. Great point, text line. You, you asked to bail on your own team to watch another active NBA player go get a, a, a title. Mm-hmm. Like, what? It, excuse me. It was – I actually want to play the Steve Kerr thing. DT's got it for us because he kind of gets into how important Draymond is, and I think it leads to some turmoil in the offseason. Let's hear from Steve Kerr real quick. There there was some of that was that was lost this year for sure. Um, um, you know – and and you know it's no there's no hiding from it the uh, the incident with Draymond um, and Jordan at the beginning of the year played a role in that um, it's hard for that not to impact a team and so uh, you know we uh, feel like we have a, a great group of, of people um, on the roster on the coaching staff in the front office. Um, we have a, a way of doing things that we're, we're very proud of, but um, those things were definitely challenged this year. Um, anytime some trust is lost, um, then it, it makes the process much more difficult. Uh, so he didn't have that, that cut in there, but he, he was talking about, he said point blank, we're not a championship contender if Draymond's not here. And I thought to myself, so is that fixed, or do they have to desperately trade Jordan Poole, who what NBA team would want him at this point? 
No, no. It's a, I think it's a good question. I, I, I don't know if you did. You see the 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 gone fishing last night on TNT? So they had Golden State finally could do it, mm-hmm. and it looked like Draymond was yeah like slapping him pool pool <laughs> falling over. Oh, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's kind of bad. Um, I I don't know. You, you know, um, I I know that that listen. One, you've been around it with each other a whole long long time. And there probably comes a time, even with the Pistons, the Pistons, when I was there, they won two championships, played for three straight uh, NBA championships, and I think played for six straight Eastern Conference finals or something like that. Um, and by the end of it, you could you could see kind of everybody liked each other, but the relations were just, you know, frazzled. Mm-hmm. It's time to, you know, it's like, it's like you love your mom, but – she comes and stays with you for three months. You're like, hey, mom, when, when are you guys going home? You know, <laughs> right? You know, lo- love you to death. Um, and, and so I think it's a little bit like that, and I think that just accentuated it. You know, Jordan Poole f- was feeling himself after what he did. You know, kind of last year in Curry's absence, um, got paid a little bit in the off season. Probably was really feeling his oats. Um, but he's not, he's not a he's not a count on big time player yet. No. But when you get paid, guys think you're counting on big-time players. Let's uh, hit a timeout. We're going to certainly watch and follow what happens there in Golden State. Draymond's got a player option. They gave Poole a giant contract. So once free agency hits, uh, we'll figure out what kind of dance. Draymond better not, hey, better not take that option. <laughs> Ain't no one going to pay him $28 million now. No, Come they on. are not. <laughs> All right, we'll hit a timeout. We'll come back. Want to get back to the Nuggets. We got Scott Hastings' keys to game number two. How do they get a dub and go to Los Angeles? Up 2-0. We discuss that next.